the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. You know, normally I begin the program and I'm like, hey, things suck today. Um, I, I want to try something new. I want to try something different. Things don't suck as much as we all think. And if we're going to make it, we have to start looking at the things that are true, that things aren't as bad as we think in all categories. For instance, during the 1960s, it was predicted that hundreds of millions, perhaps billions of people would soon die of hunger. In a report from 2015, global malnutrition has declined now to the lowest level in history. Nearly all malnutrition that persists is caused by distribution failures or by government corruption, not by lack of supply. Hunger may be eliminated in our lifetime. Resources. They said they would all be exhausted by, in the 1970s, I remember, well, there'd be no oil. There'd be no natural gas. There'd be nothing, no coal. You'll use it all up. Petroleum and natural gas, it was supposed to be gone by the year 2000. We were going to be a society desperate for fuel. That's not true. They are still abundant. Resources have not been depleted. There are also no runaway plagues. Unstoppable outbreaks of super viruses and mutations were said to menace a growing world. Instead... Now listen to this. Nearly all disease rates are in decline, including the rates of cancer. I don't know. There's something going on. There's, well, the cancer's getting so bad. Everything's causing cancer. It's all in decline. In 2000, the U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention reported that infectious diseases have declined so much that obesity is killing far more Americans than germs. Death rates from infectious disease have fallen in nearly all nations, including the poorest. In almost all nations, the human family is now living longer while suffering fewer heart attacks and strokes. Even in the poorest of countries in the world, there is no sign that longevity increases have peaked. The Western nations are also not choking on pollution. You remember? You're not going to be able to see Acid rain. A generation ago, Denver, Houston, Los Angeles, San Diego were becoming uninhabitable because of smog. While air pollution in many areas of the United States and Europe did widespread respiratory damage, that's not the case. Today, Los Angeles, in in Los Angeles, the air quality now has improved so much that the L.A. basin goes years between serious air quality alerts. While in 2014, San Diego had its lowest smog level since record-keeping began. Nationally, since 1990, winter smog is down 77%. Summer smog down 22%. By the way, this is all achieved while our population was growing. As recently as the 1980s, acid rain was expected to destroy the forest in the eastern United States and central Europe. Since 1990, sulfur dioxide, the main cause of acid rain, has decreased by 81% in the United States alone and sharply down in Europe. 
The Appalachian Forest in the United States and the Black Forest in Germany are in the best condition they have been in since the 18th century. For those who don't know how the century works, that's before our country was founded. Water pollution. Water pollution. In most developing nations, the trend lines are toward less air and water pollution, even as more people are alive, engaging in more economic activity. The economy is driving everyone nuts. But can we take a moment and just see how resilient this economy has been? Yes, it's been turbulent. And I've been vomiting in an air sickness bag for a while. But there hasn't been the global crash that we expected. May it come? Yes, it might. But we haven't had a major global crash since the Great Depression 80 years ago. Living standards keep rising for almost everyone, especially for those to whom the trend is most important, and that is the poor. Goods and services are now in ample supply, and in almost every year, global per capita GDP sets a record. Middle class income growth is soft throughout the Western nations. But middle class buying power, which matters more than pre-tax income, continues to rise. Yes, there is a shrinking middle class. But in the United States of America, the number one reason is because the middle is shrinking because large numbers of people are moving up and not down. The global economy. In one respect, we can't observe it in the United States or in the European Union. The developing world, indigence, is rapidly beginning to be reduced. In 1990, 37% of humanity lived in what the World Bank defines as extreme poverty. Today, that number down from 37% to 10%. Now, that may, that may not make us feel good. In you know the American upper Midwest or the northern part of England who has lost manuf- manufacturing jobs. But the same forces that caused a relatively small share in the United States and the United Kingdom to experience economic distress also caused a gigantic reduction of suffering in Africa, Asia, and Latin America. The decline of developing world poverty should be viewed as the focal story of the last quarter century. Because we're not observing it ourselves, it's gone unnoticed. Crime and war, it seems to be everywhere. Things are more dangerous. The world is at war. A generation ago, as murder rates rose and the superpowers were stocking our arsenals and the horrific future of of acid rain smog-filled cities, Philip K. Dick kind of cities from Blade Runner, violence-ravaged cities, and constant warfare seemed like is where we were headed. But since 1990, crime rates have declined sharply in the United States and many other nations. In fact, Central Park After Dark 
is now as safe as Yellowstone Park at noon. Let me say that again. Central Park, New York City, after dark, is now as safe as Yellowstone Park at noon. The crime decline has led to an urban revival that benefits almost everyone, including and maybe especially African-Americans, who are today much less likely to be homicide victims than a generation ago, and also less likely, despite horrific exceptions to this rule, to be harmed by police than in decades past. Wait, what? Would you like me to read that yeah, again? read that one again. Today, African-Americans are much less li- likely to be homicide victims than a generation ago, and also less likely, despite the horrific exceptions, to be harmed by police than in decades past. Since 1990, the frequency of combat has gone down worldwide. While global per capita arms spending has entered a cycle of decline, rather than adding nuclear bombs, the United States and Russia's Federation has disassembled tens of thousands of these devices and destroyed the parts in the presence of witnesses. Since 1990, a person's chance of dying because of violence has dropped to a point where it is the lowest ever recorded in human history. Stretching back to the midst of prehistory. That holds a pretty powerful punch, considering that in our day today, the wave of Islamic terror attacks in Europe, the mass shootings in America, it is the lowest since prehistory. Other than in Afghanistan, Iraq, Sudan, and Syria. In 2016, the last of the polls were out, the chance of anyone in any nation dying by violence was at a historic low. Even under population pressure, the world grows steadily safer. Despite what we think, dictators are not winning. Some, some nations are relapsing, for instance, Turkey and Russia, and others are in disarray owing to what... Uh, a democracy theorist Larry Diamond calls predatory government, Nigeria and Venezuela. But during the current generation, no nation has gone from freedom to dictatorship, while the largest nation, China, has been dipping its toes into liberty. The second largest, India, holds on. Both of them are tenuous, but they are holding on to free expression and free elections despite video games and short attention span ignorance has not flourished now i am talking globally (laughs) education levels continue to rise while in the developing world schooling for girls has stopped being rare Technology has not run amok. Cars, aircraft, medicine, and weapons have actually grown less dangerous. Tremendous attention has been paid to the decline of factory jobs. But scant attention has been paid to the fact that more than 60% of Americans now hold some form of white-collar employment. White-collar work involves less stress, less boredom, 
and no backbreaking manual labor or inhalation of factory fumes. But while all the worrying, is anyone telling you to be optimistic? I am today. We have our issues, but we live at the greatest time human beings have ever seen. And because of advancing technology, we are now talking about the possibility of eradicating all disease by 2030. We are much closer to 2030 than we were 9-11. All disease could be gone by 2030. We live in extraordinary times. We have to stop eating each other. Because there's plenty of food to go around now. If we can, if we can just do that, if we can stop eating each other, if we can start using reason, fix reason firmly in her seat and question with boldness and listen to each other and accept it, yes, there are bad guys and there are people here in our own country that don't like what we have. And there is a force that is trying to stop this globally. And we have to fight and stand against it. But the average person is better off today than anyone has ever been since the beginning of recorded history. In almost every category. Today, start your day saying, you know what? Things aren't as bad as I, I somehow or another, for some reason, feel they are. And maybe I only feel that way because I'm listening to people who want to feed me fear. By the way, all of those stats can be found in the in the prologue of a new book uh, called It's Better Than It Looks. Uh, who's it by? Uh, let me look, Stu. Hang on. Uh, Greg Easterbrook. Hmm. Amazing. I mean, that is uh, the most important story that humanity can tell. It's the greatest human achievement of all time. And we just discussed it. Not only have we missed it, it 70% of people think poverty has gotten worse in the last 20 years. 70% of people. And that, uh, through what you just described, which is basically the best thing that's ever happened to humanity uh, when you talk about just human improvement. It's why, it's why I've been saying lately off the air, and I need to say it more on the air, we're throwing the baby out with the bathwater. We have problems, but there is a baby in that bathwater, and it's a really good baby. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network.